Welcome back, everybody, back to another exciting show of the About That Wallet podcast. I do want to apologize because this episode did come out a little later. Uh, instead of Monday, it is Tuesday, so I will be releasing this uh, for YouTube and also locally. Now, for this episode, I mean, it was a lot to think about. It was a lot for me to write down in my show notes and something that's been constantly coming up uh, in discussion as we roll through with this uh, new presidency and here in the United States, trying to understand what can we do as a person, as a team, and also what can we do with our family unit as the pandemic is wrapping up. Now, a lot of people probably feel discouraged. They lost their jobs because of the wages. They lost their, uh, you know, their financial income and trying to kick people out of their houses. So a lot of people are going through a lot of things. But honestly, I've been putting out a lot of content since last year, when the beginning of this pandemic, uh, not even the beginning, I'll say like maybe midway through or like within the first couple of months, because I started this back in June. And there, at this point, I say a lot of people, even in the stock market, even if they just put $1,000 during the time of the pandemic when it was slow, they could have have bounced back so much as in the market. That's one thing. Secondly, granted, I know that everybody does not have the opportunity, but if you think about it, if $1,000 really changes your life, you were not in the right financial mindset or space during that time frame. So hopefully a lot of people who have been through this are now stable and getting back on their feet and understanding that the government is not out to support you 100%, unless you're willing to put in the work and actually do the job that you're capable of doing. Now, when it's come to capability, a lot of people are successful at so many different things. There's so many ways to make income online. Recently, I just heard there's an article where this lady actually turned to OnlyFans to start making money during the pandemic. And her husband was there taking the photos to support her. Um, she, they both were teachers and no, they both were waiters. One of them got laid off. And so the other one just kind of went to work at home and started making some income because they need to make sure they had a place to live. One of the four pillars of life that you need to maintain stability in your life is you need housing, a roof over your head. You need money to take care of your water, gas, electric, or if you have electric, electric, whatever. You need your transportation and food. So having those four things, making sure that those are covered, that should be your main priority. Now, when it comes to having your financial income set up, like your emergency fund in case you do lose your job again, or in case that you're on the chopping block for the next time around because you decided not to get your COVID shots. And I do think that might be the next wave. So think about that in the future. Will, your, will employers start firing people or putting people on probation because they did not get the COVID vaccine? I think that might be the next round, even though I'm sorry, going off tangent here a little bit, but when it comes to uh, this vaccine, it's uh, a lot of 
companies are taking this very serious, even to the point where your passport will now start to show that you have a vaccine. I'm sure that the local driver's license that you have will have an option to display if you are vaccinated or not, uh, to the point, almost like if you're a donor, they have like a little heart. So it might have like a V or something like that, just so you've been vaccinated or VC vaccinated for COVID. Who knows how they're going to plan that out. But I'll say be on the lookout for that um, coming through. But let's get back to uh, the main purpose of this, which is I just want people to kind of take a look back at how to learn from other people's mistakes. Now, you see either a the situation that you're going through, you notice that your parents did not take the time out to actually sit down and, you know, map out how they're going to survive during this pandemic, or even map out or try to find a way to get away from the paycheck to paycheck uh, mentality. Granted, though, a lot of people are living a paycheck to paycheck, but we have to find a way how to get out of it. And this is the whole purpose of this show is because once I was able to understand and how to get out of that paycheck to paycheck mindset, it helped me understand and free up more time so I can do other things. And one of the main things that I've talked about multiple episodes before is to get on a budget. You need to know where your money is going. That is the main key thing uh, to understand that you have to have a budget to understand that things happen you know, life happens. Who knew that this pandemic is going to happen? But those are the people who were the savers are like, well, I'm okay for at least the next year and a half uh, during this whole pandemic. So they were actually fine during this time. And all they had to do was just kind of find a way to make a little bit of money and make things, make ends meet. Because when you think about it, who is ultimately responsible for your lifestyle? You are. Do you want to give up your lifestyle? Probably not. Most people don't. Most people want to increase their lifestyle. But increasing their lifestyle also means increasing their income. Most people are afraid to take action to increase their income. So you suck in this bind, and most people are. You need to think about what it is that you're doing right now to try to get yourself out of that paycheck-to-paycheck mindset. Now, if you're in a household with multiple people, meaning kids included, Uh, you have a significant other, you're not sure if you're going to marry them yet or not, and they're not on the same page about uh, getting out of that paycheck to paycheck mindset. These are the discussions you're going to have to have with them and kind of let them know, hey, what are your goals in life? You need to sit down and talk to them and like, where do they want to be within the next five years? Now, ask them also, is all their actions matching up to that lifestyle that they can get there? Are they have these hopes and dreams or are they actually taking action to try to make things happen? Because ultimately you have to sit down, take the time. We are in the information age. You can start your own business online. You can start it remotely at home. A lot of people do not wanna go back to work physically in the office because they're afraid of COVID. Some people are even afraid to go to the store or even to the restaurants because of this virus because they lost so many people. But you ultimately have to think about what it is that you can do for yourself and your family to kind of push on to that next level. Now, one of the things that 
when it comes to learning from other people's mistakes that I would like to talk about is the father figures that I had in my life. Now, coming up, um, my mom did marry someone and it was my stepdad. And what he did was try to have like a limousine business. He bought this really old limousine, the boxed one, uh, I think where it had like maybe three windows and it was super long white with uh, black windows. And I think he just had his phone number and the name of the limousine company on the window. And I remember he actually took us, uh, me and my siblings to school one day in it. And everybody thought, you know, it was fancy, you know, cause he was very showy like that. But little did I know that he was actually spending his savings for this. He was spending, putting everything in there and while he was also working a day job, I think at one point in time and kind of dating myself, but this was so long ago that, you know, when having a, a TV actually in the limousine was those small 13 TVs was really the thing. And come to find out he wound up losing that, uh, that limousine and started dismantling the business because there was no money in it. A lot of people were going for the newer limousines. A lot of people were looking for something that's a little bit more fancy and a little showy. Now, I'm not sure what his mindset was. I didn't ask him about it because usually back then, you know, people just did things and did what they were supposed to do. Now, I noticed that he wound up losing it and it was complaining about money sometime in the household. And I could not recall what that was about. But I do know that he did constantly kept telling me it's not to keep all your eggs in one basket, which was one of the reasons why he wanted to start this limousine business. But also he was trying to be a DJ. So being a DJ, also doing the limousine business and working his main full-time job. Well, I think he also had another part-time job too. So it's almost like he's juggling four jobs at once. Now, to me, I know that time is very short for everyone, but if you have a household with kids and also uh, your wife, and I know, understand, you know, you're trying to do your best for everything, but I really didn't feel as though that was the best way to deal with the finances. Uh, well, not finances, but most of, mostly your time. Because if I'm thinking about it now is, if he had actually taken the time to fully focus and dive in and did this part-time, he actually worked for a limousine company part-time to actually understand the business, understand how they actually operate, and then actually go out and start his own, that would have been a better transition instead of him just jumping right in. Certain businesses, you can just drop right in. Other ones, especially when it comes to the service industry, it is best to learn by working with another company. Um, but keep in mind, he was just a maintenance guy working at a nursery home. And, you know, I learned also from that is that he never max, he tried to maximize his time by working on one job while he's also working on his part-time job at the same time. And that was 
at the time, I thought that was pretty innovative. But as I'm older, I think that is actually the worst thing you can do. You're listening to the About That Wallet podcast. We'll be right back after these messages. If you are enjoying this episode or finding anything useful, please consider leaving a review on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere on the internet. It is one of the best ways you can help new listeners find me, such as yourself. You can always support this podcast by going to patreon.com forward slash about that wallet or anchor.fm forward slash about that wallet. Because you need to maximize where you're at at your current job, fully understand what's happening to actually take that skill set and your determination to understand what it is that you're doing at your current job, to take that and let that bleed over to your next job. Don't let that, don't try to work two things at once. It never really works out that well. And you wind up hurting yourself on both ends. Um, Case in point with this business, me personally, I do have another job outside of this. But when it comes to working on one job and working on this one, I work my main job to the fullest. I do my best and I show up and my reputation precedes me there. So when it comes to this particular business, because it's all me, I'm actually taking the skills that I'm learning about people, about how the business is ran, who was actually in charge, how the information is relayed, because eventually I would like to get a staff. I would like to actually be able to run this show while I'm actually at my other job so that you all can continuously get this content and get this information that you need to kind of push you to that next level. So once I learned how to leverage that job, now the the main thing I, I did not understand on why he did it, which is pretty much a gambling with the family finances for adventures that don't even pay out. Now that, that, was, that was a tough time. Now, from my actual father, one of the things is that I noticed that he was able to try to leverage his job that he already had. So my dad was actually a delivery guy, so he delivered furniture. But what he did was he worked his way up the chain, so he started to be a driver. Now, since he was a driver, he was like, cool, understand like how this company operates, Let me go on and try to get two more trucks. So now he got two additional trucks with drivers and a helper to help deliver the furniture. So bringing, understanding that, that you can actually leverage where your current position is to actually maximize your profits and also maximize your time at home. So while he's working his main job, you got the other two people as a contract working with him as well on their own routes, on their own trucks and allowing him to bring in a little extra income while he's working his main job. Now, by doing that, when customers, when we, cause I used to deliver with them, uh, when we used to take the furniture out of the house, uh, sometimes the warehouse will say, well, we usually just toss them in the trash for things that they do not want to come back. He is able to sell it to a reseller and actually make an additional income 
uh, from that. So my dad was really good at finding ways. He was good with people and understanding on how to find ways to bring in income, but he was poorly executing it, trying to pay me when they were supposed to pay me. So that's the only thing I have about that one, which is pretty much the lesson learned I got from that, which is to stay true to the people who are close to you and actually keep your word uh, because those those are the people that are going to be there around the longest and the most and really love you for who you are. So that if you're actually listening to this episode, I love you. Uh, thank you for, for doing what you do. Um, I do apologize for the things that you have done uh, in the past, but you know, those are your actions. All right, let's keep it going. Um, so now how do I view my life today? I really, I really want you to think about what it is that, or the people, I really want you to think about the people that are in your life right now. How do they matter to you? How are they uh, help you along? How are they pushing you to be your greater self? I want you to really sit down and write this out because you need to understand why you're doing what you're doing. Why are you sacrificing your time to work things out and understand that you do not have to do multiple things. Focus on one thing, master it. People would rather hire a master at one thing than a master of none. Because when you think about it, when you go to, I mean, perfect example, landscaping. If you get a true landscaper, they will able to not only cut your lawn, but tell you that the different treatments that you need to make your lawn, take your lawn to that next level. They are able to look at your shrubs and say, hey, you got a fungus on your shrubs. I think it's almost time to replace them in the next two or three months. Here are my recommendations for the type of shrubs that you currently have. Or, you know, do you just want to have this pulled up? And even looking at your grass, like, hey, you have a couple ball spots here. You know, I had this recommended grass seed. Um, I guess it's called uh, the triple seed blue, bluegrass. I can't think of it for your area. And these are the type of conversations that for people who actually take the time to master their craft. And like I said, I'm just using a lawn care person as an example, because right now it's the springtime and a lot of people are cutting their grass and I'm jealous of their lawns, but grass seed is so high. It's like $50 for like a 20 pound bag. When last year it was only like $15, something like that. So I'm not sure what the deal is with that. Maybe I might have to get some more grass seed. Who knows what's going to happen? All right. So when it comes to education, we are in the information age right now. And I really want you to think about how can you take your life to the next level with the information that you've been taught coming up? But not only what you've been taught coming up, what are you going to do for your life? What are you going to do to take your life to that next level with the education that is available out there. You will not be able to create anything or even start to dive into something new without questioning, what is it? What is it that I wanna do? What is it that really makes me wake up in the day that I cannot lose, that I keep losing sleep over? 
because right now the libraries, local libraries are actually giving out e-readers. So you can actually download a book. You can download any book that they have available directly from your home. You don't even have to be inside the library. And even if you have the Kindle app or even an actual Kindle, you can actually transfer that all over. That is the one of the coolest ways that I've noticed. Now you have your tablet, your cell phone available at your fingertips at all times, most of the time. Most of the people have their cell phone in arm's reach. Uh, even when they're sleeping, they can just wake up and just grab the phone. When you think about it that way, the U YouTube is there all the time. You can easily pop in your headphones, listen to a quick YouTube video on, I don't know, how to make money while you sleep, how to start a vending machine business, how to, you know, make a beat for your music that you can sell as uh, ringtones, how to start, you know, digital art, because a lot of people, a lot of podcasters out here need some great artwork. I mean, I found mine, my artwork from someone that knows somebody. I was like, thank you. But these are the things that you have to think about of what can take you to that next level. What is holding you back from doing what you need to do in your life? Now, finally, I want to talk about the future is to ask yourself or ask someone that's been around you, what do they think are your strong traits? And what do you what do they think are your weak traits? The reason why I say you ask this question is because it is important and imperative that you lean into your strengths and stop worrying about your weaknesses. Understand, hey, I'm weak in this area. I don't know it. And I can easily talk to somebody that's an expert in that area or surround yourself with people that are strong in your weak areas. You do not have to have them all the time, even at work. Say if you're good at, you know, sending emails, but you're horrible at talking to people. You can team up with somebody that's a great talker to someone and say, hey, I don't mind writing up the email or the discussion that we just had. And that's, that's one person. And imagine how easy your life would be and how comfortable it'd be just because you just act that person to do something that they enjoy doing and you enjoy doing something that they don't like doing. It is a win-win-win situation. It's a, that third win is a win for the company and the communication all around because it'll make the communication a lot smoother. Granted, it will look like, you know, the other person isn't doing anything, but in fact, you know that they are because you're good at writing the emails. You can write for that person on their behalf. And also because it's a teamwork, you know, they doing the stuff that you don't like to do, and you doing the stuff that they don't like to do. Like I, you know, all right. Anyway, I think this show has gone on quite a bit. I do want to say that um, it's been a long time coming since I, I've been on this show. And it's coming up on my one year. Uh, I think this is episode 50 that this will be coming out. So I do want to thank you all for listening to me well over, I'll say easily 50 plus hours of content. And, you know, I have a lot to come. Definitely, definitely, definitely get the simple budget calendar. I am constantly uh, taking advice and making different versions of it 
I recently got the EIN for it, got the barcode for it. So my next goal is to try to get it into stores near you. So uh, just go to and get the digital copy now while it's nice and low cost uh, because every month, I think I will be increasing it about $3 because as I'm getting better and better with it and I'm getting more feedback, I can actually make this nice and crisp in a tight calendar that everyone can follow at any age group, at any education level. And remember, this is a simple budget calendar. So it's not something that's going to be, you know, so difficult that you can't figure it out. You're like, oh man, what is this on here? I don't even know what this guy is coming from. But understand that this is, this calendar is here to kind of help you track, get your life together. This is a pandemic. People are coming out of it. Now, we don't know what's going to happen if all the vaccines go through. We don't know what's going to happen with the stock market's going to crash or not. It's still early in May. I still think that the market is going to crash come uh, sometime this month. Who knows what's going to happen? But I really think that we are all on to something. Continue to educate yourself. Continue to learn because tomorrow's never promised. We are always here. And we got to keep learning, keep reaching for the skies. I know this sounds very cliche. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let me get up off this thing because it's probably boring, y'all. All right, y'all have a good one. Thanks again. My name is Anthony. And please like, subscribe, continue to share. And I wish you all the best. Good night. Or good morning if you're still listening in the morning. Well, that concludes this episode of About That Wallet. I hope this topic was helpful. If you want to get the latest episodes, please subscribe to this podcast, wherever you're listening to it. Remember, it is your duty to know about that wallet. Take care. Be safe. I'm out. Peace.